Good evening, everybody. Thank you very, very much for coming. Mizmar of Pay Base, and it is Posuk Base. That's where we're going to start. But we'll do a little bit of a recap on last week's share of Yom Shlishi. Mizmar of Pay Base is the Mizmar Shir Shal Yom Shlishi of the third day of the week. Um, we mentioned from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, in Lamed Aleph, that it was the day that HaKadosh Baruch who revealed the land B'choch Mosoi, Gila Oret B'choch Mosoi, who divided the land from the sea. Um, we asked an obvious question that any perusal of, of, of the Mizma shows that it's got to do with Mishpot, with the judging and judgment. And the Marashah explained to us that Shaham Mishpot Hu Kiyumoy Shel Oilam, that word that HaKadosh Baruch put in place for us, that Gila Oret B'choch Mosoi, was, is kept in place, the kiyum, the, uh, that which keeps it going, is mishpat, and therefore there's a direct connection between the Mizmah and Yom Shlishi. We also mentioned the Radak, also the Malbim, suggests that the Mizmah was composed in the days of Yahweh Shofot, who very much addressed the need for an honest and upright judicial system. And so the Pesukim tell us, that in Tindivayomim, that Yahushua has appointed judges throughout the land, etc. So that's the connecting link. Um, perhaps it's good I to introduce this evening, Shia, the Psukim we're going to do this evening. And it's a little bit based around Pshat in the Psukim. Um, but although the whole Mizma is addressed to Dayonim and Bezdim, nonetheless, I think there is a pertinence for each individual as we are all instructed to judge all who come our way favorably and so in more than one way we are all judges and if we're all judges then what is being saying what, is, what the Meshorah is saying to the Shofim of Kral Yisrael does have a application for all of us so that's we're going to start with Kosuk base Admosai Tishpitu Ovel now there is a bit of a um, divergence of, uh, 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 of, uh, of opinion as to who is saying these two first two psukim, based in Gimel. Um, a lot of course, a lot of them unfortunately, it is Hakadosh Baruch himself speaking. Others say it's the Meshira. Um But as we said last week, Elakim Nitzavah Daskel, Hakadosh Baruch is standing among the judges. He sees they're not judging accurately, so he says Admosai until when Tishpitu Ovel. Will you judge lawlessly? And you will favor the face, the presence of the wicked. You will elevate, favor the face of the wicked. Selah. We'll come to the Selah, Mir Hashem. So the Ma'amloy is right. V'shoel HaMashoyah, the singer asks, if Hashem if, as it says previously in the Pasuk, that Hashem is standing why are you not frightened of him? And therefore, until when will you judge in this manner? Shuta. The Malbim explains the two parts of the Pesukim, and he says there are two ways, or two circumstances, that perversion of justice can take place. There's the most simple way, where you've got two litigants 
in front of you, uh, a buyer and a seller, a lender and a borrower. And concerning this, the Pesukim, the Pesuk says, and Mosai Tishvatu Ovel, how long will you judge lawlessly? In other words, overseeing the case and, you know, not taking all this, all the evidence into, into account, being slapdash and, and absurdaisically in, in the, uh, and giving over the dinner, and etc. That's one way. But there's a second way, and that's looking aside because the people in, who are the litigants are the rich and the mighty on one hand, and the poor and the downtrodden on the other. And yes, uh, you will favor those that, um, or the bullies of Raya, that have the strength and character to, to downtread. And that is Upanei Roshoim Tisu, that you, you, you find favor with the Roshoim, with the wicked, these people who actually torment um, and, and downtread. The, the poor man. So those are the two messages of the apostle, whichever way around it is, it's a perversion of justice, and that is not for you to do. Admosai Tishpatu Ovel, how long will you do it for? Now, Hirsch says beautifully that, in fact, the whole of the Mizmah, to a certain extent, is in direct opposition to what the judge should be. It's diametrically opposed to Admosa, he writes, the function of the judge is Ushvatatem Tzedek, and you should judge righteously. He is to enforce justice by the manner in which he sets in order the relationships in human society. But says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you indeed Tishbutu Ovel, <coughs> you employed the authority granted you to enforce the very opposite of justice, which is namely Ovel. And Rav Hirsch translates the word ovel as violence, and lawlessness is, uh, is a translation used by the art school. But the same, whatever that ultimate translation is, what you're doing is actually the opposite of what Akkadish Balkh has told you to do, Shavat Tem Tzedek, and you are not judging righteously. The Rina Shitzok quotes a Ber Avram. Ber Avram was the son of the Gon. And <coughs> he, the Bear of Rome, in a very, very concise statement, actually underlines and underscores what is so terrible about perverting justice. And he says, Admosai Tishbutu, Ovel Pirish, Umaakbin Eshagu'ullah. You actually stop the redemption. On the Pasuk it says, Tzioin b'mishpot tzipote. The redemption of Tzioin will come about through justice. And if you pervert justice, and you don't enforce justice, and you don't do your job of a shvatatem tzedek, and you're, you actually do ovel, then ultimately you're withholding that ka'ula from taking place. And he quotes the Rambam. The Rambam is Hilchus Sanhedrin, um, and the, he quotes the Rambam as follows: Kol Gayim, any judge she'ain don din emes la'mitoi, who does not judge accurately and honestly, goyrem l'shechino l'shetistalik miYisrael, he causes the divine presence to remove itself from Kali Yisrael. Just as the Lekim Nisab Ba'adaskel, I'm just saying Pshat and the Rambam. Just as we've learned, the Lekim Nitzabadaskel, the Akadosh Baruch who oversees the judges, and he is there amongst the judges, if they do not judge 
as they should, then the Shechina actually practically departs. It's not just he's not there, he actually walks away. Any Dayan that actually does just judge accurately and honestly, even just for a moment, for a little time, it's as if he has actually established the whole world. Sorry, excuse me. He causes the Shekhinah to rest amongst Kal Yisrael. Shnem, as it says, Elikim Nitzav Baal So we see that, unfortunately, the perversion of justice, if our Shoftim do not act as they should, the opposite of Vinya the Geula is we are actually remain in exile in Golos. Is it sorry, just delaying the arrival of... Well, it, obviously, it's, it, it's going to come eventually, whether we, you know, whether it's in its right time or early, but it, uh, the Gula is always going to happen. It's corruption. Yeah, the corruption, yeah, the yeah. lack of mishpot will, will, will cause... It's the state of affairs in the world. You can't, you can't have a Gula without the Shekhinah being there. That's the bottom line. And if the, sh- the Shekhinah has nowhere to rest itself in this world because of the uh, the perversion of justice and, and the justice system then the Gula can't come it is holding back the Gula what will have to happen I don't know um, I, I, one of the thoughts that passed through my mind when I was doing this we have Boti Din but um, in Eretz Yisrael we're dependent on, on, on a government there and they don't, certainly don't uh, do not do justice in the way we as the Torah community would like them to do I mean you know what, what does that do have they got the din of a bezdin that doesn't do it right or they've got the din of a state that doesn't do it right maybe I shouldn't be saying yeah like that. okay so let's go to the word Selah Baruch HaTad Amen Do you know Chazal say that Mashiach will only come either in a Joshua or a Zakai or a Joshua or a Chayof which way are we heading? hopefully you'll come Mm, no, that's certain. Certainly. Yeah, that's certain. Now, have, the word Selah has two very, two very well main, known meanings in, in Tehillim. As far as I know, um, based on the concordances and the mo- most of the Farshim learn in one of two ways. Selah is actually the end of a subject, or it's a cause for raising your voice. Those are the two meanings of Selah that I've always come across up till now. The Malbim learns the word here, Selah, when it says at the end of the Posuk, um, the, uh, he says that is the end of the Inyan, Siyam Inyan. The problem with that is, the, the next post still seems to be talking to the judges. Um, so, see him of what Indian? Does he mean up to now, Hakolish Barfu is speaking, and then the Mishara <coughs> seems to be clear that the Malbim doesn't believe that the first Pesukim was said by Hakolish Barfu? I don't know, but he calls it, he says it's see him of Indian. Raising the voice also, I'm not sure why that should, why you would say at the end of the Mizma, I'm not halfway through a, a, an idea. So I went looking. I was, I was a little bit, uh, a little bit, Put out by this. 
No, Sal, Sal, Sal being a basket. I don't know. Um, I think it's Kabaku. I'm not sure. I'll look, I'll look out for it. Um, so I, 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 I went looking, and I, I, on my way looking around, I found another kasha, um, posed on the posse. The posse that asks, why does the the posse use the show use the word admosai until when, rather than the straightforward lomo, lomo tishbetu ovel? Why do you judge lawlessly? Why admosai until when? How long will this carry on for? You know, it's a bit much more uh, poetic, much deeper question, maybe. But that's what they ask the question. I wanted to say, so you can argue this, but I, I wanted to say as follows. The Admosai, normally its connotation is for how long? Ad, ad until Mosai when? Until when? I would like to suggest that there's another connotation of Admosai, that it's not only how long, but it's actually ongoing. Who knows for how long? That is the question. Who knows the knock-on and overall effect and the ongoing effect of lawless judgment? It isn't just perpetrated for the two people standing in the dock. Reuben and Shimon, protagonists, he's got his money, he wants his money, and we say, okay, right, Reuben, you've got, the, you've got it. Lawless perversion of justice so they walk away to Ruben's room richer than Shimon now by the £100,000 he was claiming. But <laughs> that doesn't stop there. It's like any judgment, as Mephoshim say, you throw a pebble into the water and the ripple effect is, is ongoing and ongoing and ongoing because it doesn't t- touch just Ruben and Shimon. It's Shimon's husband and Shimon's, or rather Shimon's wife and Shimon's family and Ruben's family. And so it goes on. So Mietzah Shimon and Ruben had 13 kids and they all yarsh and millions of pounds because Ruben got 100,000 miles. Shimon and Shimon's poor people are um, short. It's ongoing. So Admosai, how long how far into the future, how ongoing is your misplaced judgment? That's what I wanted to say. I thought, maybe that's shut. I don't know. But then I came across very, very interesting. Xava Kabolo says there is another meaning of selo, and we see it in the phrase that's often used, Netzach selo vo'ed. Selo means forever. And, in fact, the Targum on this posuk translates Selah as La'olmin forever and that would fit in exactly with what I said Pshat is Mizma asks Admosai until when Tishbetu Ovel will you judge lawlessly do you have any idea how ongoing and how far reaching your false judgments are Ufenei Shoim Tisu and you favour in the presence of the wicked Selah, the Omen. It touches every world, future and future and future. Don't think it's just a self-contained unit to pervert to perverted justice. Perversion of justice is a knock-on effect that, ha- that goes very far into the future. So that's what I wanted to say. Pshat, as I say, you can argue. I, I think, by the way, just Agav, going back to the, the introduction I gave, this is very, very true of ch- character judgments. You ask the judge a character and say over what a person's like, Shidduchim or whatever, one word out of place, and Makala, uh, you've done it. There's a famous one of the difference between American and English understanding of the word gorgeous. 
which is it's a famous, I don't know whether it ever happened, but it's, it's, it's an incredible anecdote. Um, in, in gorgeous here means a wonderful, wonderful, lovely, lovely young lady. In America, gorgeous means everything's overdone. Uh, um, you know, literally, literally, which is the ritual meaning we're gorgeous. I actually do know someone. I, I, I don't know. Anecdotally, it, it's, it, no, but know. you know, this American phones up and finds out what's the girl like, gorgeous. Oh well, that's not for us, is it? Really, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And end of the show. Menashe Mayim, okay, it had to be like that. You know what I mean? I was not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be God here, but you know how 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 Tishbetu Ovel that false judgment, however it comes about, it actually has a, a, a tremendous knock-on effect. Let's move on to Pasuk Gimel. Shiftu dal v'yoso. Judge the needy and the orphan. Now, Artscroll translates it, puts in the word fairly. Judge fairly the needy and the orphan. Oni v'rosh hatstiku. Vindicate, make righteous, the poor and the impoverished. And the beginning of the next Pasuk, just to beginning of Pasuk Dalad, Paltu Dalva Evyon, rescue the needy and the destitute. And you know, I have here four different expressions for poor people. Oni, Rosh, Dal, and Evyon. Okay? I could not put together a sequence of understanding of those words from the Mephoshim I saw. Everyone seems to say it a little bit differently. So there are four different expressions. We know that the, the, the Mephoshim say on Evion is toy of the Choldova, he needs everything. Dal is an illusion of, 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 of total uh, um, poverty. Oni is a poor man who has, stretches his hand out, he is he's subjugated in, 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 his, in his Rosh Ein Koil. Rosh Ein Koil, Posuk in Sinat, he hasn't anything. So, exactly what the nuances of difference between Oni, Evion, Dal, and, 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 and Rosh is. I couldn't quite uh, couldn't quite work it out. There's Malbim, there's Ksavakar, all of the usual usual portion that speak about the Shemus Nezofim. I couldn't actually put it all together. But there are four different uh, four different expressions. So anyway, back to the Pasuk. Judge fairly the needy and the orphan. Oni Varosh, the poor man and the destitute, vindicate, the impoverished vindicate. The Malbim learns the difference between Mishpat and Tzedek, that was a lot easier to find the difference between Mishpat and Tzedek, that Tzedek is greater than Mishpat. Mishpat, the meaning is um, Paskening according to that which is written down in Torah Kedosha. What the divine law is, that is what I Paskin, that is what I judge, and that's Mishpat. Tzedek is going above the letter of the law. That's Tzedek. So Mishpat is judgment, black and white. Tzedek has a greyness to it. In other words, we're, we're, we're going with Nimishul and Sadim. So while we are... Ah, Tzedek, 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 is absolutely correct. On the other hand, we're, we're told about Tzedek and Tzedek as well as Psukim. And, and we'll come to an answer. It uh, doesn't necessarily answer that individual question of Tzedek, 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 but it gives a, a, an overview. Now I've heard... Right, I'm sorry. Right, very good question. I don't know how to see him. We'll come to it. Right, we'll come to it. Okay, let's go slowly. 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 Let's go slowly.
Okay? That is mishpot, to champion that which is right. And so the Radak explains the Pasuk as follows, Shiftu, Kechu mishpotom meha'oshkim mehem Take judgment, justice, against those who oppress and downtread the poor to take their money. Hastiku, when righteousness, Kishaya Hatzedek Imohem, Hastiku Oisom, and when righteousness, the right path, is theirs, then stick up for them. Do not take any notice of the oppressors. So judgment, inflict judgment on those who oppress, and not only that, to the poor, make them vindicate those who would otherwise be oppressed by by the strong and the wicked. So there you've got Shoftu and Tzedek. Hatsdiku means to vindicate. And actually, it's a nice translation of the art school. Vindicate the poor, stick up for them. Don't, don't back down. You judge, don't back down in the face of Oishek. The Mepharshim, um, is what you were saying earlier, the Mepharshim say, they quote the Gemara in Sanhedrin to illustrate the Pasuk. It says there, when David, David, when Excuse me, when David saw that a poor man was Meschai of Bedin, he was actually guilty and Chayav to pay up. Shilam he would then, David HaMelech, would find him guilty and pay the Oni out from his own pocket. Ach Don Hadin, first of all, he would judge the, the judgment. Um, and then, but uh, then Shoftu Tzedek, after he had done that, uh, and that's what it means, Betzchila Shoftu Tzedek, in our Pasuk. Then you can always pay out what the Oni had to pay, justly, from your own Pasuk. So that's the Tzedek and the Mishpot. Judgment has to be accurate. The poor man is guilty, he has to pay up. The Tzedek, the righteousness, is by the judge who wants to put his hand in his pocket and pay off. Um, the poor man's debt for him. And the same vein, there's a Gemara in Chulin. The Gemara in Chulin as follows, is they're talking about where you've got a Sophic, a doubt, whether something is actually Leket or Shikra or Peo. Leket, Shikra and Peo, that which the farmer has to give to the poor, what he leaves behind, what he drops, the corner of the fields. And we have a Sophic, is this grain, is this Teruah, in fact, leket, or does it belong to the farmer? Is it in, ta- in fact shikhol? Does it belong to the farmer? Peol? Does it belong to the farmer? So the Gemara says as follows: The Gemara says, ben agra omer Sophic leket. If you have a sophic about leket, then it is considered leket and goes to the poor man. Sophic shikhol, shikhol, sophic peol, peol. My tama. What is the reason for this? Why do I say the sophic? goes to the poor man. Omar Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish says Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish Ma'arich Sev that which it writes in our posok Oni v'rosh hatstiku you should vindicate the poor and impoverished My hatstiku as you asked what does it mean? Find them just when they're, when they're guilty. Yes, exactly your question. Ilema bedinom if you're taking about, talking about justice Vok Sev 
you are not allowed to find the poor man innocent just because you know the tzedek the judgment the, 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 the righteousness comes from your own pocket the tenloy in other words the tenloy of the farmer you ask the farmer to be a vata and you say sophic I've got a sophic I make it belong to the poor man rather than to the farmer and that is the tzedek it's very interesting the stifler zechtal levacha um, put together the following gematria when it says in our posuk, this is quoted by the Gemara Oni Vavash Hatstiku and you take the first three words of Posuk Dalad Paltul Dalva Evyoin rescue the needy and the destitute at the Gematria is 1085 which has exactly the same Gematria with the four words of Hatzedek Mishalach Vatenloi which is the Loshan of the Gemara Tzedek Mishalach do you watch the righteous from your own pocket Vatenloi and give to him it's also 1085 now again what gematrias are Papavos the Chachma it just shows you the interface of the Torah Kedosha and how it all gels together of course it needs a side trick to look at the Pesukim and, and work it out but um, I, I use the car calculator to be exactly I believed it but I just needed to know. It didn't say the number <laughs> I had to work out to say 1085 you do it quickly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, so the Bosut carries on Posit Dalad. Paltu Dalva Evyoin. Rescue the needy and the destitute. Meyadru Shoim Hatsilu. Save them from the hand of the wicked, or from the hand of the wicked, deliver them. The Loshim Paltu rescue would appear to be on a different level than Mishpot or Tzedek in the previous Posit. Because otherwise it's inclusive in Tzedek. We said do justice. Do, uh, do righteousness by helping where it needs to be helped. So what's palti? What is this saving? What are we, what are we rescuing? So the Sipanu writes, palti, gam shlo yobu lifnechem badim. That is a, 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 a very, very important little piece of Sipanu. Half a dozen words. We imagine that everything that is being demanded of the judges is in the Bezdin. Tzedek Tirodov, stickers um, etc all these psukim Paltu is no the judges have an obligation to actually to go out into the community and ensure righteousness is happening doesn't have to wait for them to come to Beisdin they actually have an obligation even when they do not come to you Paltu Dalva Evian Garaj your way to rescue the needy and the destitute save them from the hand of the wicked. Um, putting the onus on the Dionim to investigate any injustice within the community, taking the side of the poor against the strong and wicked is what the judges have to do. Um, the art scroll Ravon Chaim Foyer sort of he puts it under Rav Hirsch, uh, but he's actually sort of using his own language to explain what Rav Hirsch says. And he says as follows, the most tragic aspect of the pauper's life is that he must submit to the authority of his employers and benefactors. 
the conscientious judge should take pains to deliver the poor man from those who might intimidate him or exploit him in their selfish schemes. This thought of going out of your way to actually ensure that there is justice within the community. Before the injustice is done. Preferably. Preferably if it has been done already then to bring to bring to book those who need to be brought to the book. I would say before, I would I, I would un- I understood the subpoena to mean um before. Preemptive. Look, look out for someone who's being bullied. Yeah, preemptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, or proactive. Get into a situation where he will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so preemptive and proactive, that's how I understood it. In fact, uh, I didn't put the word in my notes, but proactive is the word that actually jumped to mind. Yeah, actually go out, you, you know, go in there. And Shmuel Hanovi girded his loins and walked around, uh, we're told about uh, Shmuel. He went from city to city. Chazal concerning Shmuel, I think. The Ashik HaKadosh takes another view of Paltu. Uh, this is also very, very fascinating. It goes back to uh, what you pointed out about it sometimes appears that we are favoring the poor. What happens if the poor and the needy are in fact guilty? You can't look the other way. You've got to judge accurately. I, they're going to have timers. I'm poor, he's poor. He hasn't got the money. He can't pay. The rich man's going to have to wait for his thing. So the Alshik says as follows. If one of the four that we've just mentioned, that's the Dal, Evyoin, um, Oni, and, and um, Rosh, is in fact Chayovim Bedinom, they are in fact guilty. Don't walk away from making them a Chayov, because they haven't got what to pay with. Rescue the poor and the needy, Medinom shall Gehenom. From their punishments in Gehenom, Shloyisan Ovoin Chayvom de Gehenom. They shouldn't carry with them their sin of death into the next world. So rescue them from their, their, their end. So I also thought it was a very fascinating look at how to do things. <coughs> Excuse me. The Rina Shitzchok takes a most interesting halachic approach to the Pasuk and it, it, it's worth sharing with you because it, it just goes to show what, what the Shulchan Aruch was like. Shulchan Aruch Choshim Mishpot Simon Tesvav Sif Hei and the Shulchan Aruch says as follows Yesh Ledayan Lidoin Dine Mominus the Dayan should judge the laws of tort of Pidah Hadavorim in a way where his mind actually turns towards Shane Emes, that is the truth. And he has a strong feeling in his heart, that this is in fact as it should be, even though there is no clear evidence. Where there is clear evidence, a judge cannot in any way interfere with the evidence. But, you know, got two witnesses, kosher witnesses, killer's guilty, that's it, you've got a Paskin's guilty. But it's fudged. The evidence is unclear. Um, says the Shulchan Aruch, there the judge should, um, according to the way he views it, and the way he understands it, and his heart tells him in a strong way that this is what the din is, he should Paskin like that. 
they bring a response from the Rosh, and it says as follows, If a person that doesn't want, the person under question, doesn't want to answer the Dayan, everything he inquires and asks of him, he hedges, and he, he doesn't quite answer truthfully, it is certain he is a liar. And you're allowed to judge as if he had answered you and the, the, the lie was actually clearly evidenced. So the truth is harosh. It goes that far. One could say, the zelmat dixiv that which it writes here paltu dal the evyo miyad rishoy matziloi the afila ain't matziloi the afila ain't shomra berura even if you have no clear proof mikol mokam paltu es adal the evyo kishe ain't hanit for roitz leheshiv al chakirasoi if the person who is being claimed from doesn't want to answer your inquiries the vade remoy veroshahu paltu in other words we are standing in Bezdin again. But within Bezdin, rescue the poor according to the way you see the din. And that is also part and parcel of the dying. Again, it's a Balmadrega that can actually say, my Libby Omali, my heart tells me that this is what's going on and this is what should be. But the Rosh Paskin is it very, very clearly, the Shulchanal Paskin is it very, very clearly that if the evidence doesn't show up very, very clearly and there is reason to doubt the veracity of the people who are giving testimony then you should paskin according to the way your heart tells you that that is the way the din goes and that is part of Paltu of rescuing the Dalva Evya a very fascinating piece of Shulchan Aruch and which leads us for Pasuk Hay which is the last Pasuk this evening Lo Yodu Lo Yovinu they do not know from their own learning Lo Yovinu and these judges do not understand from observation. They walk in darkness, because uh, bribery, in fact, blinds the Chachomim. All, All the foundations of the world collapse. So, the judges loyodu. Their learning doesn't allow them to understand, even with their great, great learning. And they, they don't observe, they don't recognize, they don't understand from the observations of what's going on around them. They walk, they walk in darkness. All the foundations of the world collapse. The fifth shutai, shutai shall mikro, take the amloys. Ki omnam kashe shote aretz, la yodu, she has dying, she is both oisam yanisham alzer. When the judges don't know that there is a judge that will judge them. La yodu yovino, they do not understand, marav hezek hamadinois, the head of hamishpot. The damage that is caused by a lack of justice. They are walking in darkness, but in a permanent punishment in, in the darkness of the Aryan Olam of the Netherworlds. 
Yemoitu kol moiste oretz ve'imze yiskalkulu kol iske hamadiros ash lo yeh 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 ha'odom zulosoi that they will actually upset the whole equilibrium of the world in which we live. So it's very very clear that even though they are dionim, but they are blinded by the rich. They're blinded by the bribery. They're blinded, whatever that bribery might be, the desire for honor, the desire for wealth. They don't really understand the long-term damage that they're doing to themselves and to the cloud and to the world in general. The Mikdash Ma'at quotes a Medrash. Lo yodu, ein yodin lodrun esadin. They don't know how to paskum. They don't know the halacha. And because they don't know how to the halacha, they can't judge. And if they can't judge, yemotu kol moste oretz. And the rash baits, ki kemoshe ha-toyra hi amud sha-olam oymed alav. Just as the toyra is the stand on which the whole world is founded, Kain dine ha so the laws of the Torah, him kiyo is what keeps the world going. And that's what the Apostle means, yemotu kol moiste oretz. Shemifnesh lo yodu lehatzik tzadik. Yemotu kol moiste oretz, because they do not, how to, do not know how to judge righteously, that will cause the whole world to shake itself apart. And again, here we see, at the very end of the psukim, of this, uh, of this they again the connection between justice, mishpot and the establishment of the world on day three. As the Possek states clearly in Mishli Melech ba mishpot ya'amid oretz. The king through justice upholds the world. The judge is compared to a king in wealth, that's his Torah understanding. He will therefore judge without fear or favor unerringly and so partner Hashem in upholding the world. And that's how the Mephoshim understands the posuk in Mishli. And that brings us to the end of at least that much of, of the mish, Mishpot and judgment for tonight. And may we soon be Zecher with the Shechina's return, if there is justice, that we will see the rebuilding of the base of English from here will be on Mainham. Mm-hmm.